morning. Welcome to the North Point of View, downtown Savannah, Georgia, in the North Point offices, Dr. Walter Kempsey's. Good morning, Walter. Good morning, Mark. How are I'm you? Good. How are you doing, man? Great. Well, it's been a while. I'm a grandfather now. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. We want to start talking about e-commerce, right? I mean, that's, that's mm -hmm. the, it's been the headline for a long time, but the, the news has changed recently and the numbers are down. Give us the backdrop of that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll avoid making nasty comments about big data with short time spans. Okay. But, uh, this created a lot of confusion. So we roll the clock back to the second quarter of 2020, shut the economy down and uh, everybody, you know, stayed home. Nobody went out to the stores, stores shut down, supermarkets uh, weren't really fully open. All of these grocery delivery services started. And after about four to six weeks of that, a lot of, uh, I just say, um, you know, consultant guys got up with the data and said, look at these trends. We're never going to shop at a store again. We're right. never going to get in an airport. Sure. And a lot of advice was given. And a lot of it has turned out to be wrong. Just as a simple example, who told the airlines to early retire all those pilots, fire them, get rid of the flight attendants, the reservation staff, because until now, we're still struggling to get airline, you know, yeah. system back on on a hundred percent line. The news was overblown. It was overblown. It was over misinterpreted. Right. <laughs> over misinterpreted. New term. But basically, you can't use six weeks of data to forecast six years. That's just not a good idea. Right. So there was a lot of excitement because the e-commerce share of retail sales jumped from about twelve percent up to close to sixteen percent. And we were never going to go back. And some places were telling us that within a few years, e-commerce would be 30 plus percent of retail sales. No more bricks and mortar. Exactly. And it was difficult to see that. I did a separate microeconomic analysis with a couple of charts. And I know that if I show it here, I would get hit by you and several other people who watch <laughs> our tapes. But I actually worked it out very nicely and, 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 and diagrammatically. And you can see that there is no way any such prediction would be correct. Well, there's a trend line, right? That's right. There is a trend line. And what's happened in the last quarterly data is we're back to the exponential trends. The curve is exponential about showing e-commerce gaining share of retail sales. So we're back on that line. That's a really good thing. But when you look at what consumers are doing, and this I found interesting, is they're doing less e-commerce. MasterCard data, they published this in a Wall Street Journal article, and they said year on year, March 22 to March 21, a decline in e-commerce sales. We've also seen some of the biggest e-commerce exposed companies report losses that they've overinvested in capacity and things of that nature. And uh, yeah, you know, they first they couldn't get going, then they went too fast. So they'll sort it out. Um, but that's not... Atypical. I mean, markets yeah. are always either overbought or underbought, right? I Ex mean, exactly. So the trend line is what we look at. Right. Okay. And the trend line looks fine. So it doesn't look like we're too far off of it. Nothing drastic needs to happen. Uh, those who overhired people, all they have to do is wait about a month or so. And there's so much attrition going on, yeah. so many people signing out that that's not the problem. But what and I this way, go ahead. No. no, go ahead. Well, the wave now is that basically the mask mandates and all that stuff, everybody's traveling again. So people are yearning to just get back into a store, get back to normal. 
mm-hmm. travel, service, way up. So we're in probably a little bit of a reactionary period too, mm-hmm. that again, look at the trend line for that constant over the next couple of years. Exactly. It's not about buying stuff, it's about doing stuff. Right. So don't buy, do. And that's what we're seeing. A good friend of mine decided that, uh, you know, we're all in our 60s and he has a you know bucket list. This is really long. But the first thing he wanted to do was a cruise of the Greek islands. Off he goes later this month. You know, you know our friend. This is what we expect to see. I'm excited right. to see it because it is the biggest sign that we are going back to some kind of a normal. But, you know, we'll talk about this later, but we do want to partition the difference between adjusting to a post-COVID world physically versus adjusting to a post-COVID world psychologically. That's a whole different topic that, you know, maybe we, we do some other time. Yeah. But basically, yeah, the consumer is healthy. The consumer is doing stuff. They're not buying as much stuff, but they're still buying a lot of stuff. The inventories are not back to where they need to be. The inventory to sales ratio for the retailers is at $1.30. It should be at $1.40 or $1.45. So there's more to go on this. Anyways, the recovery, especially with e-commerce, is a lot calmer than I thought it would be, Mark. Yeah, so back to normal, back to the trend line. Exactly. And in a far less volatile way than than you and I would have guessed three, four months ago. The market has a way of adjusting, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Walter, thanks. It's great. It's good to see you, man. Good to catch up. Take care. All right. See you guys.